0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. It's a Friday. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapole, and as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, you found the show. Do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 694 subscribers. We're getting so close to 700. Let's keep it rolling. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody to subscribe to Sports with Strawberry Ice. Now, this show and every show, as you may or may not know, is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. I know I haven't done a lot of shows this week because, well, there hasn't been a whole lot going on in Cincinnati sports. So, with that in mind, I figured I'd bring in my boy, Jeremy Dean. I mean, and him are discussing what in the world we were to talk about today. What's up, Jeremy? What's going
1: on, man? It's uh, tough pickings out there today for Cincinnati. But we do a weekly show. We do it for you guys. So here we are. Let's hear what you got. And let's roll with it. I'm What's ready. Next? So
0: we posted this on the top of the page at Bengals Nation. And it's a our since it's election week, this will be our poll question. You know, if you can make your vote. You can vote for who we put up there, or you can put your own uh, people up there to vote for. But anyway, um, our question is: Who is the most overrated or underrated player in Bengal history? Now, me for the under or overrated guy, I'm going Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson. I mean, he was number one pick overall and didn't do diddly squat for us. Ooh. Who you got for the uh, overrated person there, Jeremy?
1: Uh, Well, me and Jeff kind of coalesced on this one. And like you said, you guys put down as many people as you want that you think are overrated or underrated. I think one of the most underrated people that we've had come through Cincinnati would be the one and the only TJ Zada. Or TJ Bouchmanzade.
0: That's
1: (laughs) You know. For the years he put up, if if Chad Johnson weren't a part of the Cincinnati Bengal football team at that at that point, um, TJ would have had the Pro Bowls. He would have had the the commercials. He would have had the endorsements. It yep. uh, just didn't happen that way for TJ. But man, one hell of a receiver!
0: Oh, he he was a great receiver. And uh, like I said, I mean, he kind of, in my opinion, screwed up when he left and went somewhere where he uh did not have a quarterback to throw throwing the ball. And when that didn't happen, he uh wasn't really that good. His career didn't last that much longer, but Dan Wilkinson. I remember to this day, I think it was 92. I think he was, uh, I think it was ninety one, ninety two. He was the number one pick overall. And I was like, Oh man, we got this big road grader right in the middle. You know, he's going to put pressure up the middle. We're going to stop the run. We're going to do all this. And nothing. <laughs> he never, I mean, he had a, a long fairly long career, but never anything anywhere close, close to what a number one overall pick should do. It was very, very disappointing. He
1: picked, he took more time picking out his nickname than he did in the weight room. Okay. That,
0: that was a great one, Jeff. Great. Exactly. Exactly. And crown apple kid. I think, uh, Big Daddy came from, uh, where's that, what's that say there? What's that say, Jeremy? Where, where, where did he come from?
1: He did come from the Ohio State University, yes. I was, I was just checking,
0: that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, our boy Mike has shown up. Hey, Mikey, what's up, buddy? Hey, Mikey. How's it going, guys? What's going Good to on? see right, you, man. Mike, so, since you, uh, thank I don't know you. how much of the beginning of the show you saw or not, but we're talking about the most overrated or underrated Player in Bengal history. We got. I took Big Daddy Dan Wilkerson as the most overrated <laughs> player in Bengals history, and Jeremy took TJ as the most underrated. So you got an overrated or underrated Bengal? Um, I would say
2: probably Achilles Smith.
0: Overrated. Overrated. Yes, I, that's a good one. Yeah, because we could have had the entire freaking 1990 draft of the New Orleans <laughs> Saints, but no, we drafted. Achilles smith so yes that's a good one there all right get low says overrated ot ot is the most um wait to overrated to and (laughs) underrated tim Cromer. yeah now to i can't stand the guy but i he was pretty darn good (laughs) the last year he was here the only year he was here um and he is in the hall of fame you know if he didn't show up to a hall of fame like but tim Cromer, yes I would love to have seen what his career really would have turned out like if he hadn't broke his leg in the uh, 88 Super Bowl. But he he was way better before he broke his leg. Once he broke his leg, he was still good, but not the, the dominating player, n- nose tackle he was before that.
1: I, I literally think it just took him from all pro Hall of Famer to losing that for him. Just that yeah. – that that simple injury, I really do. I don't know what you think, Mike, but I'm yeah, I
2: think it, I think if it wasn't for that injury, I think the Bengals would have had their first win in the Super Bowl. So I take it as he was a great player. Just it just
0: happened at the wrong time. Yep, good chance. All right, uh, Michael Day says David Klingler, and then he follows that up with overrated. Yes, that's another one. Now, on the fifth- Good. Good. Go I, I got to feel like we're going to have plenty of overrated ones. <laughs> that's what, that's what you're about to say, yeah. I think I nobody's think yeah. going to have a problem buying overrated Bengal players. <laughs> I've got an
2: underrated one, but he just started this year. But uh, underrated is
0: Joe freaking Burrow. Joe freaking oh, well. Burrow. Yeah. I, I, that, well, I, well I, he was at the beginning of the year, Narrowby's. Oh, he's pretty good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All yeah, no, right, <laughs> <of water. laughs> This is a good one too. Crown Apple Kid underrated is Ken Anderson. Yeah, and oh, Ken Anderson. Yeah. If he played on any other team, may, okay, put it, put him in the Steelers on the seventies. Take, take, give the Bengals Terry Bradshaw, give the Squealers Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson's in the Super Bowl doing, you know, in in the Hall of Fame doing the same stuff. And he had, yeah, he had unbelievable uh records, passing records. I mean, he he should be. The second Bengal in the Hall of Fame is what he should be. So, I that's a very good one there, Cran Applicate, that he's a very underrated player. I mean, there's a lot of Bengals like that because, again, if we had a ring of honor at least or something promoting our players, I think people wouldn't forget about him. But people forget about Ken Anderson because nobody ever talks about him except us, you know, us tonight podcast guys. We talk about him, but that's it, (laughs) you know. So, that's a good one there. So, I got another thing here. Uh, I want to bring up that we could discuss is uh, how are you guys all feeling since this is the bye week and we are having uh, basically the first half of the season basically over. How are you guys feeling about it? Are you happy? Do you want them to tank the rest of the year to try to get the number one pick? Or, or are you more like I am? I want to win all of them <laughs> and try to make the playoffs. I don't really think that's going to happen, but that's another thing that uh, we can, we can discuss here. Hold on, I got a question from, a boy Tony Kemper. Let's see here. Uh, under uh, you like this one, Jeremy. Underrated Jeff Blake dude had a cannon. Yep, I agree. he could throw the
1: ball out of the stadium and put it right in the lap of I, and actually, who was my second? And, and I, I almost my second underrated player was gonna be Darnay
0: Scott. Yeah, Darnay Scott was. Another really good one. It was him and Carl, uh, Carl Pickens and Jeff Blake, shaking Blake was throwing him the ball, and dude, he had that deep, that nice deep ball. It would just like, like you said, it was like dropping out of the sky. And he used to say it all the time. He's like, "It's the best deep ball in the NFL." I got some more here. Uh, Cranapple Kid, underrated Ken Riley. Yes, Ken Rowley, another one, at which he is still oh, yeah. fifth, fifth. To this day, fifth in the NFL in interceptions. That's fifth, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. And everybody above him is uh, in the Hall of Fame.
2: So I was yeah, like, I, I, one I under do not understand. Right, I don't understand how he cannot be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he was probably the best they got. Um, when you're looking at these other players in front of him, you're think you go back to think, well, why is he not in there? You know, so right. That, that should be throwing some
0: questions out there. <laughs> well, again, it, it goes to the fact that the Bengals, everybody has this notion about the Bengals organization that we've been a bad organization forever and we don't have any good players and we haven't won a playoff game you know, since 1991 or, or 90, actually 90, I think it was. Either way, we haven't won a playoff game in a long time. That's what everybody, the narrative is. So that nobody remembers our players. And then, like I said, the Bengals, in my opinion, do a very bad job. Of promoting their old players, like I said, with a ring of honor or something like that. There's no Bengals Hall of Fame. Right. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, if you walk in the inside, inside, when you walk around by the concession stand, you see pictures of our great yeah. players that we've had. But it's not yeah. outside for, like, you know, the cameras. Like, when we're, you know, on national TV or whatever, you know, it, it, will, it would actually pop up and people could talk about it. Hey, Jeremy's back. What's up, buddy? Dude, I found <laughs>
1: out that it is my... Wi Fi is it- my five G sixty nine ninety nine a month. Wi Fi is the one that's kicking me off. So yes,
0: I think that was uh, I was. I
1: don't know. know what I missed, but I don't know if anybody cares what I was getting at. <laughs> but um wherever I am,
0: I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're discussing when you jumped on. We're discussing Jeff Blake, and I, I just said Jeff Blake had the best oh deep ball at that time, best deep ball in the NFL, and he he would even say it so
1: moonshot best ever and what i was going to say is it was not easy for me to take tj hushmanzada over darnay scott darnay scott was one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league to me speed long ball i loved him loved him uh but jeff lake era that that's that's all my type i i love that willie anderson <laughs> love them guys man
0: all right, we got a couple uh new ones on here. On I'm looking at the at Bengals Nation right now. And we got a couple people added. Right now, T.J. Hussmanzada is leading as far as the most uh, underrated. But uh, somebody added underrated Rudy Johnson, which Rudy Johnson was good. He had a couple really good years.
1: Got his and, jersey.
0: Yep. And then <laughs> uh, I think this is for overrated <laughs> Cedric. I think is – is that I, I
1: Oh, I, I can't I, see
0: it. Oh uh, yeah, I know you can't see. Go going Bengals Nation, you can see it. I think that's what he said. It's underrated. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs>
0: that's okay. Uh, okay, all right. Let's see here. Get low. He's got another one here. uh Possibly David Fulcher, underrated. Yep, he was a he was full rock. Full, he was one of my favorite Bengals. I, I he he when he hit you, he hit you. I remember they kept in the '88 Super Bowl. They're talking about Ronnie Lot this, Ronnie Lot that. I'm like huh, we got full rock, brother. That dude's
1: that's back when they'd come up and just nail you in the mouth while you was right. trying to catch the ball. There wasn't no you know, defenseless player out, out yeah. on that field. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, Tony. We can we all agree the most overrated was Kajana Carter, or is it just me? I see. The thing is, Kajana Carter. I I have a hard time seeing he was overrated or underrated because his first play in preseason they ripped his knee so. Which, oh, I still remember that to this day. My heart sunk almost like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> at that time, I was like, I thought we just needed a running back. We had Darnay Stott. We had Carl Pickens. We had Jeff Blake. That was our yeah. offense. We needed a running back. We didn't really have one. And I thought we got him and the take off. So, yeah, it, it, as far as what, he should have got another number one overall pick. But for me, it's hard to say that because of the injury. I, what do you guys think about that one?
2: Was Kajana oh Carter, was he a number one round draft
0: pick? Yep, first round. They trade okay, up Okay, that's getting.
2: what I thought. I would yeah. have to agree with that comment on that one. I mean, yeah, he's definitely overrated. So, What do you got, Jeremy? Uh, I, I don't say
1: overrated because of a guy that literally just came out of college, was setting every record in the book. And, you know, when you got Jeff Blake, Kajana Carter, well, what would have been Kajana Carter, um, Carl Pickens, McGee, all those guys out there. You know, you, you go for somebody like that. Maybe we should have went for offensive line because God knows Blake
0: needed that his whole career. And I hope Burrow don't. And that's kind of why because got got injured too. Somebody came through the line and hit him. Before
1: he exactly. Was ready. So and yeah. so for me to say he's a bust personally, I hate to go against the grain, but I I I can't say he was a bust. Yeah,
0: that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm I, I don't I can't say he was overrated or underrated because he got injured and, and he never, never was the same. I don't know if you guys remember this and I, I don't know why this always sticks out when there's I mean, anybody ever brings up Kajana Carter, but there was this Nike commercial that, um, uh, Oh, now I'm gonna think, forget it. I had its running back's name. Uh, Garrison. Garrison, well, no, not Garrison Hurst. He was, in, uh, running back for Indy and then he went to St. Louis. Um, Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk. Okay, oh, so there's oh. this Nike commercial with Marshall Falk where he was unstoppable, stoppable. He could run over a car, he could run this. That was, I don't, he was, it was a Nike commercial. Anyway, the thing when I heard the story was that was supposed to be Kajana Carter's commercial, and when he got injured, he lost it. So that was, so I guess I, you could say he's underrated or overrated, I should say, but to me, it's hard to put him in that category because he got injured. So, you know. That's just me. All right. Hang on a second here. Uh Crown Apple Kid. I'll never understand why we don't have a ring of honor. I with you, dude. I don't know. Hopefully, someday we'll get one that would we, help.
2: We will. We will. You will have to talk to Mike Brown about
0: that one. <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> underrated is Kevin Walker. He's the guy who caught Bo Jackson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that's the That's why I talk about the Bo Jackson curse. That was the last uh well. The week before that, we beat the Houston Oilers, and then we went to Oakland or LA. Sorry, they're LA, and lost to the or Rams. Lost to the Raiders, Hmm. and we injured uh, Bo Jackson. So I I always say we have the Bo Jackson curse. (laughs) Overrated John Ross. Yeah, I knew that was that. I knew that was going to come up. But yeah, it's hard not to say.
1: We're going all time though, guys. So yeah, all time. So Cincinnati's got a long history of some. uh, (laughs) Unfortunately. you know, some good and bad. So right. yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. We we, we like that.
0: One thing somebody said while you, while your your internet was messing up there, Jeremy. <clears throat> somebody said Ken Riley. I said that's a really good one because I said that this at, to to this day he's still number five all time on interceptions on on the uh, history of the NFL, and all four guys in front of him are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So and to me that that goes to He's a definitely an underrated player, but it also goes to the fact of the narrative that the Bengals are this terrible organization. We've never been good. We can't win a playoff game. We don't have any good players, yada, yada, yada. So that, that's where there's a lot of, if you really look, I mean, Isaac Curtis could be another underrated wide receiver. Dang. I mean, he's he originally originally 85. He's another guy that could be in the Hall of Fame, or at yep. least considered. And they, they don't even get considered for it. So, no, that's you know. the
1: thing. You're just a, a great player in Cincinnati, but you're never a Hall of
0: Famer. That, well, that's it, kind of the way. And like I said, the no- nobody remembers them except us, you know, and that's kind Definitely. of one of the things. Definitely. I know Bengal Jim tries to do this on his shows and stuff, and I try to do it too. I try to bring up the, the old Bengals and remind everybody of we did have – we have had very – we've had great players in our history. You know, so it's – we haven't – the narrative, like I said, the national media that's a terrible organization, yada yada. It's not true. It's we've had good players, we haven't won a playoff game in a while, but we've been to two Super Bowls. Uh, Detroit, I don't think, it has been to any, so take that. All right, there we go. Uh, Tony, but Marshall Falk played more than one down in his career, right? Now, that's why you got the commercial, and that's why Kajana Carter lost the commercial. <laughs> so, uh then we bring out Klinger, yeah. Somebody brought that up, all right, David Klinger, which was one of the uh, Dumb, dumbest. Uh, nice, Jeff. Cur- yeah, Curtis. Yep. The Dave Klinger was to me, to me, that was the the downfall of the beginning of the downfall of the 90s for the Dardanelles. Yeah, because we didn't, I mean, we had still that Boomer. Boomer played till I think 96. So he had another, what, four or five years left? And, and then he went to the Jets. And then he went to Arizona and then he came back. So, I mean, he was still a good quarterback. There was no reason to draft David Klingler. And the thing is, like, you know how the Ratbirds have designed their offense around Lamar. The Bengals wanted David Klingler to change what he does good to be, you know, designed around their offense. And that's not the way it works. <laughs> you you draft a run and shoot quarterback, which is what he was, then you should have installed a run and shoot offense. And the Bengals didn't do that. And that's so that was the beginning of the whole downfall i mean that was just oh yes. uh, then from there
1: it went from akili smith to you know all neil o'donnell and paul justin and we couldn't fill anybody that could come and run the football or throw a football we would we'd bring them to cincinnati i mean <laughs> right. I, i'd never seen so many quarterbacks in my life
0: than I saw right. in the well, in the '90s and early 2000s, and that's another thing where I keep saying where I said this in the summertime where they said you know we're going to ruin Joe Burrow quarterbacks go there to die. I'm like in the '90s, yes, but since Marvin Lewis got here in 2003, we've had a run three really good quarterbacks: Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton, and now the great Joe freaking Burrow, who's probably the best out of all three of them. So again, the narrative that we're a bad organization, not true. And we and we ruin quarterbacks, not true. So, anyway. I know that's kind of off topic of what we we're discussing, but you know. All right, uh overrated Odell Thurman, great player but screwed himself. Yeah. Man, Odell Thurman, he would have been uh, he, you guys remember that rookie year he had the, in 05. Odell Thurman was I think our we had two linebackers that year. We had um uh, he works for ESPN now. Ah. Uh, David Pollack. And- David Pollock, thank you, David Pollock, and we had Odell. Those are our two rookie linebackers. Yeah,
1: you always get me with those two when you say that. And then Taquio Spikes and and Brian Brian Simmons. Simmons, Yeah, every time, every time. But
0: but look at this way: the the times the Bengals have drafted two young linebackers, they've been pretty good. (laughs) You know, Taquio Spikes, Brian Williams very good. David Pollock and and Odell Thurman—they were good for one year, but they were still pretty good. So, you know, I mean, that's where hopefully we got the. Davis Gaither, and we got Wilson this year. So, Mike, you got something?
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Man, I I don't think anybody knew who David Pollock was until he started playing with Cincinnati, and then he he was like a beast on defense. But once he hurt that neck, it's like it it was done. Right. So, it was over.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he'd he'd rather walk and play with his kids and try to play uh play football. All right, so has <laughs> got uh, underrated Fitz Magic. Yeah, he underrated. was underrated. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, I don't know if he's underrated or not. He's, I mean, he's a career backup. Oh, oh, oh. Okay.
1: Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah Fitzpatrick. yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He was. He Threw was the off, too. <laughs> yeah. He was the Bengals quarterback the, the year I think Carson hurt his shoulder up in Cleveland.
1: Yeah. He, but Patrick. the guy can throw five or six interceptions in a game oh. like
0: that. So the thing is, when he's on, he's he's on. <laughs> yeah. So when he's off, he's off. That's, that's thing. Okay, yeah, you guys remember Klingler hurt his shoulder up in up in Cleveland, that, and that's why Fitzpatrick finished that year. I can't remember that was 06 or 07, 8, somewhere around there. I don't remember, but it's right around there. But to me, that's when Carson wasn't the same because people have brought up that oh Carson was never the same after he hurt his knee. I'm like no no no, that's not true. He wasn't the same when he hurt his shoulder. He hurt his shoulder. He never went and got surgery on it, which I'm not saying he should have. I have no idea. He went and rehabbed it. But to me, his accuracy was never as good as it was before he hurt his shoulder.
1: Especially on the short passes even, you know, the 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 easy ones. It, it really – something uh, just didn't work out right with, with Palmer's rehabilitation.
0: Yeah, it just – I don't know. It just never – he could throw it. It just never was – like Burrow, I mean Palmer when he first got here was as accurate as Burrow is, I think. I and mean, it was like right on the money. And then later on, it seemed like he couldn't hit hit him as in stride. And it was always just a little off. Not like Andy Dalton, a little off, but it's still a little off.
1: One thing about man, I, you know, even Burrow, he takes a lot of hits, and you know, people get on him for holding the ball too long. But man, that, that kid keeps his eyes down the field. And if there's a play to be made, it even if it's a half second of that guy hitting that football. When he's throwing it, he's making dead on decisions. Dead on. Love All it. Right.
0: All right, get Let's Did you guys mention mentioned full Fulcher? Yeah, we mentioned him full rock. He he's a, definitely a underrated.
1: Bingo. That's right.
0: Underrated Bengal. All right. Paul got hurt. Uh Thurman That's was an I, idiot. Yeah.
1: Was it us talking about that? Or one of one of the three of us were talking about um how you know we got Thurman and he was could have been one of the best, to end up being a total moron. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was one of the three of us talking about that. I thought for sure because I don't mm-hmm. get to talk much Bengal football with any, any of my friends around here. I mean, I'm <laughs> looking, I'm not seeing any. So had yeah, to dude. be one of the two of you guys, or he's, maybe somebody else. He's down maybe there. In you,
0: the John, the great you're great, out there. Great state of Alabama. Who uh, I am you, a got, you got? You got? You got a new uh, a new uh senator today, or, or is it congressman? Tommy freaking Tumperville. Tommy Tuberville, baby, former former Bengal, former Bearcat coach. So, which we were glad he's not the coach anymore. He was very, very. He was not very good at all. I'm glad, I'm people, glad.
1: people did not hold him on his record for coaching.
0: <laughs> Corey Dillon. So, is you? Uh, is he overrated or underrated? What are you saying, Crabapple Kid? You got to explain which one, overrated or underrated. He's pretty rated. He's pretty rated. <laughs> I <right>. mean, <clears throat> Tony Keber, Fitzpatrick. I don't think he was underrated. He was good. Hell, he almost came back to beat us with Tampa Bay. He just another guy that shined when he left Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was pretty good. Uh, I think he was – I remember him in Buffalo the year before he got there, and he was was pretty good. And I was kind of happy they picked him up because I thought he was a really good backup. Yeah. All right. Cranopal Kid says, underrated as far as Corey Dillon goes. Uh, underrated. Well, uh, that's close. That's close, yeah. man. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's underrated. I mean, I'll give you this: if he was on another team, which I know he went to the Patriots, but he was got older when he went there. If he's on another team, he might have got more pub, you know, you know, than he did with the Bengals. But I mean, there's still a lot of people in national media still think he was a, a really good running back, and they're he's another guy. I mean, he he does have Bengals stuff in the Hall of Fame. He 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 set the uh, single game rushing record so that's in there the cleats the jersey uh, that was on
1: prime time i believe wasn't it
0: or was that no nah, that, that was a sunday day game the bengals were terrible. it was yeah we were it was like it was like 2000 2001 something like that yeah we weren't very good so we didn't we didn't get on prime time so
2: i can Guys, have so- one more player that was underrated and i don't know who would agree with me but how about james brooks
0: as far as which way, overrated or underrated. Underrated. Yeah, I could I could see that because he, he was another multi, you know, I mean that guy could return punts. <laughs> he he could catch stuff out of the backfield. I mean, he was he was really, really good. Another one that, you know, if with the Bengals, he might have gotten more more pub. I mean, he had a great game in the Super Bowl, if you guys remember. He he actually showed up. Well,
1: and yeah. you know. What's sad is there's all these good there's all these great players that's played for Cincinnati that we all know and hold dear, but that a ton of people aren't going to because right it's just that way here.
0: And that's well, that, that's again that goes back to the to my point where you know the narrative that the Bengals are just terrible organization. And we've never won anything, but we don't have a ring of honor or do anything. And I don't know if you're still on the broadcast when I said this, Jeremy. But I mean, there are pictures, banners of of great Bengal players. Inside by the concession concession stand area, they got, all right. they're all over the place, but they're not out on the field <laughs> where yeah. you know cameras can see them, you know. And you know, that's something I, I've never understood why uh Mike Brown has not changed that, but hopefully in the near future, I know they're talking about it, yeah, but we'll see. we'll see. I know hopefully. there's
2: one more guy that I don't think anybody has mentioned, and you, I mean, I came on a little bit late, but how about? Stanford
0: Jennings underrated. Mm. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's I, a, that I mean, that's a toughie for me. Yeah, I mean he was good. I mean he was the biggest thing he's known for is the the kick return in the in the '88 Super, Super Bowl. So I don't yeah. I don't know if he's under. I don't, I wouldn't consider him underrated. I mean he was good. I'm mean, not not great he was he was a good player right. right so i don't know i mean that that is that's something to discuss as we're talking talk, talking this having this conversation for her. so i got a question for you guys i kind of mentioned it and we haven't got to it yet but i asked you guys how are you feeling you know after the first half of the season you know excited disappointed should we just tank the rest of the year or should we try to win the rest of the games and which if we do that we make the playoffs but you know that's a long <laughs> shot what do you guys think go ahead Jeremy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I, what I'll do then is I will say this. After last week, I am optimistic that we're at least going to get to our six games that I called. Maybe eight. Maybe. But I don't see us going much, much further past that. And I may be looking past myself by even saying six. But... They're my Bengals. I got to root for them. Let's get. Let's don't play draft picks. Let's try to win. But if we don't win, it's almost a guarantee next year this team's going to be really nasty with a lot of good parts and a lot of good players. So,
0: right, what do you got, Mike?
2: Uh, just looking at the second half of the schedule, there is no reason why they can't go eight and eight. I mean, the only team they would probably have problems with is probably Baltimore and the Steelers, but. Saying that,
0: you're not supposed to cuss on the show. You can't, you can't
2: cuss.
0: No cussing allowed. Okay. The squealers. <laughs> the squealers and the rat birds Let's get it right. could right, Continue now.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm still holding on to my prediction. What I said before the season started at eight and eight. So I, I would say eight and eight. Wild card.
0: Yeah. Um, I, if we go eight and eight, I, I don't. I don't know if that gets us to the wild card. I, I like I said, the chance of us making the playoffs, I think, are gone. We're not, I don't think that's going to happen. You got to win like every game, <laughs> and that includes beating the Squealers twice and the Ratbirds once. So I don't think we're going to make the playoffs, but I do think we have a chance of winning every game except against the Squealers and the Ratbirds. Cause now we'll find out. I'll be, I'll be glad to be wrong. And I'm very, very interested is to find out how Joe Burrow handles the Steelers defense, you know, cause it's a lot like the Ratbirds. And we'll see how how he does. That to me is going to be a big indication of the growth of him and the growth of the team and the growth of the offensive line. Because we got Spain, and that dude learned the playbook in what five days. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know. So he could. I'm not saying he's going to fix the entire offensive line or any of that stuff. Don't don't go nuts on me or anything. But the schedule is fairly easy, except for. Those games, I mean, uh, Dallas is going to be kind of hard. But the rest of them, you know, we, I think we I think we got a shot of, of, of winning more than losing in the second half of the season.
2: Yeah, and- I mean, the only reason why I said 8-8 eight and eight was because my, my confidence with the Steelers is probably a little bit shaky on that, but I, I believe in these guys. You know, nobody thought they would beat the Tennessee Titans. They wound up beating them, and... Of course, Jacksonville, they're kind of down this year. But the way they ended the first half of the season going into the that, bye, that brought a lot of confidence to confidence to me. So um, I don't know what you think, Jeremy, but I think it's a good, good point.
1: Uh, Tony's got 8-7-1 for Tony Kemper. So yep. i want to write that down. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> mark the tape. Tony Kemper, 8-7-1. Mark the tape. Thank you. Continue, Jeremy. <laughs> got a mark. All right, cool. Okay. Tape is marked. Yep,
1: yeah. and no, you know, I'm, I, I, still just cannot jump on with this offensive line like that. I just can't yeah. do it. I, one week it's great, the next it's not. Spain coming in, uh, Xavier. Yeah, he'll yeah, he be back
0: after the bye, bye week. So,
1: yeah, I see that. I see a little bit of improvement. Well, I haven't seen much at all from Adeniji, but I did see some good playing out of him. Yeah. And, you know, but this is my thing. I cannot stand being in a draft. Really, the middle-of-the-road teams have it the hardest because when you're at 12, You're not really going to have anybody left that will give you the moon for your 12th-round pick. So then you kind of got to – we're at the point again, well, we need an offensive lineman. Well, we need to – so I I just – no matter what or where we end up, and I hope we end up with eight wins. I hope hope I'm wrong. But I don't want to reach for somebody, and if we can still even back out and get two or three second-round picks – I think I would almost rather have that than a a fifth a fifteenth rounder that you're just going to take another crazy shot on for right. a good lineman.
0: Well, I'll put it to you this way: I I I'll be I'm thinking if Seraphilia if he is healthy and back after the bye week, I think our guards are Spain and Seraphilia, and you got Fred. Well, I don't Bobby Hart should be back. If Bobby Hart's not, then you got Fred Johnson at right tackle, Jonah Williams at at left tackle. uh, right. Trey at center. I mean, again, I'm not saying it's fixed, but that's could be pretty good. Now, I would still I agree with you. We pick in the middle round, it's gonna be hard to find an, an offensive lineman there because I think they're gonna go go high, really good ones. So I think they're we have a better shot of trying to hopefully get a free agent. But again, I don't know if there's any tackles out there that are worth signing a free agency yet. I, I don't know. We'll see. To right.
1: see.
0: Get low. No, ta- no tanking. Go out all out. See what you have. Then you will know for sure what you need. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I'm not into tanking. I don't think you ever tank. No. Uh, Squealers beat Titans by three. We're beat them by 11. So we have a chance. So you're saying there's a chance, Get Low. You're telling me there's a chance, brother. One in a million. Uh, Tony, Tony's with you. Hell, uh, hell yeah, Get. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i don't know like i said it's to me i'm kind of i want to wait and i'm really really interested to see how this offense line will go against the ceiling because i mean look if you got like i said Surfia guard spain to the other guard jonah tackle fred johnson or um bobby hart at right tackle and hopkins that couldn't that might not be that bad you know i, I don't know i'm just maybe it's pipe dream maybe i'm reaching too much i, I don't know but it might not be that bad and uh, he's still got a denagy who I, I think I did again. I think Duke Tobin should get a lot of credit. I think he's hit on every single draft pick this year because a Denejai played the whole game last week. And I think he played pretty good. And a little bit he played the week before. I think he played pretty good. And, you know, T Higgins has been good. We'll talk about the linebackers, Logan Wilson, uh Davis Gaither. I mean, we, They've all contributed and contributed and been very good players. And this is what Duke did when we went to five straight playoffs. He kept hitting on the on the uh, draft pick. So hopefully we're figuring the offensive line out. That, that's been the biggest problem. He keeps missing on those. He's missed a lot on those. So maybe drafting an offensive lineman isn't his thing. I don't know. And the
1: injuries, you know, he's had to deal with. A lot on defense, a lot mm-hmm. on the offense you know, with his players that he's brought in anyway. Right, right. right. Um, there's going to be injuries. But if you think about who's really brought in with Trey Waynes and Reeder and you get these young bucks and all these guys, I could actually see his team kind of coming together towards the end and really making a little noise. With all the injuries, that's the only thing that worries me a little bit. I do like that we had a great, uh, great draft class, which means mm-hmm. we don't have to have a perfect one next year. But right. if we get a few right, we're going to be that much better. So that's what excites me. I don't know what you think about it, Mike. But
2: I think if we have the draft that we have next year that we had this year, I think all the NFL teams should be watching out for a team from Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, that if you really think about what I'm talking about with the offensive line, if our guards are fixed, our left tackle is fixed, our center's fixed, we all got to fix, fix the right tackle. That's way better than what we we're talking about at the beginning of the year, you know. Now, oh, yeah. like I said, we got to go through the whole season. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying this is all going to work out. I don't know, but I'm saying it's. It, it, I think it's. Uh, uh, there's a chance, and I'm saying there's a chance that moving forward, we might only have to really replace our right tackle. And but then again, I'll say it this way: now, I'm not a Bobby Hart fan at all. But when Bobby Hart has had a good guard next to him, he hasn't played. That terrible, you know. I'm not saying I still think we should replace him, but so I I, I don't know what the Bengals are thinking, <laughs> but I still hope they go draft a guy. But I don't want them to reach for him, like like you said, Jeremy. You can't reach for him, Because yeah. we've done that; it hasn't worked. I mean, he Billy Price, Fisher, all these guys are drafted. It hasn't worked. So that's where I'm more. I if we you know win more games than we lose in the second half, I, I'm more toward. I hope we are dr- uh, sign a right tackle. And then, honestly, if you're in the middle there, and we got the offensive line, and you sign a, a free agent right tackle, and the offensive line's quote unquote fixed, which hopefully it will be, you can kind of draft for for need, or, or yeah, for for not need, but you can draft for the best player available. You don't necessarily have to yeah. draft for need. And once you get to that point, that's great, <laughs> you know. And the Bengals were there, you know, four years ago, five years ago. My problem is the guys they drafted to replace the guys that they let go weren't as good. And that's where why we're in the in the uh predicament we're in right now. All right. I guess exactly. Sure. Exactly. All right. all right, Tony. Uh the O line against the Titans were all non-starters. And against the Titans, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. What's all y'all's thoughts? Well, I've said this before. Um, I'm cool with everybody except I would not Billy Price cannot be my center. He's had three years of opportunity. He played good. He still can't snap the ball. He snapped, you know, a couple of really bad snaps to burrow. So I like Trey at center and Jonah Williams is a beast. You're leaving Jonah Williams at left tackle. So my, my office line for going against the Steelers would be Jonah Williams, Spain, Hopkins, Surfia if he's healthy and then Bobby Hart or Fred Johnson, uh, that's where I'm at. So that's,
1: that's pretty much kind of where I'm at myself. Uh, you know, I can probably I, – I see a dentist. i may, making it in there, you know, back and forth a little bit, but – He played good. Um, I mean, yeah, but but I, I'm pretty much right there with you on that one. I don't know about you, uh, Mike, but I'm kind of with him
2: there. I agree. I agree with both of you guys on that. I mean, you got to have the right pieces to fit. You know, if you don't, you're going to go back to the – the old way we used to have it. So, yeah, I mean, like you guys said before, you know, we're not that far away. So, it's only a couple players here, a couple players there, and we'll be set. So, yeah, I agree with both of you guys.
0: All right. Uh, Gitlo, Adejai had some missteps, but it did not result in sacks. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think he played pretty good for his first start. Ever? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you're right about the draft comment, Mike. There you go. But if we hit the draft like we did last year, do that again. Oh wow. uh, All right, Tony. Love, love hearing y'all yay on here. Get me, me. Oh, he's talking about <laughs> they're on the same pages together. <laughs> okay, never mind. I guess oh. they're on different, different bagels. Bengals. You know what, Tony? If you want to have a private conversation with Gitlow, why don't you guys just go off to your own room and talk? Okay. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> get a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the other thing I want to say about the offensive line is if you go with those guys that I said starting, the one thing you all, you also want to get with your offensive line, you want the same five guys. <laughs> so it creates cohesion, and you know you don't have to worry about what the guy next to you is going to do. You already know. You're used to it. So if you can, if we're going into next year, if we have, like I said, Williams, Spain, Hopkins, and Seraphia, if they all work out, which I hope they do, if they do, and you only got to replace the right tackle. That's four of your five guys that played, you know, hopefully the rest of the season together. That's another good thing about going into next year with the, hopefully our offense line. So, well, I mean, I don't, we'll, like I said, I'm always out to missing one. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's, you know, it's going to be a big test. When we play, when we play the Squealers, it's that's, that's going to, I mean, because Joe Burrow is going to know what it's like. <laughs> he already played the Ratbirds, it's their defenses are almost the same. You know, they're both zone blitzes. You don't know where it's coming from. So that's going to help out that he's already seen it in live action. And hopefully he's got a better handle of it. And hopefully the offensive line has a better handle of it. And if, if you got Spain and you got, you got two veteran guys who have played, I don't know if they played against them before, but they might have. So I'm sure they've got some experience in it. So it could, you know, we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see how the old line goes. No matter what, will I ever agree or you'll ever hear me say this is the offensive line for us? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. No, no. But no. Yeah, I'm just, this yeah. year, where we are right now, I'm right with you. This is what we got. We actually added a couple guys, and oh, this is who we're running with.
0: Yeah, we're not even talking about the guy we got from uh, uh, Billy. Or
1: yeah. Billy. Benny Man, right.
0: whatever. How long is Spain signed for? Um, I don't, Mike. You got some information on that because I know you posted that on Bengals Nation. Do uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. Um, I think, I
2: think it was one year. Was it one was year? It one year? I th- I thought
0: maybe I. To be honest, I don't know. We'd have to look yeah, it up. I
2: think it might have been one year or something. I know. I, I know.
0: It's, I know the article is on Bengals Nation. You can scroll, scroll back yeah. and find it.
1: I think they just took over his contract or something like that. Yeah. I don't Sure. All right.
0: All right uh, Jeremy. why don't you read this one? Mike, I like your words. Got to
1: have the pieces to fit against the Titans they did, which is why my question was, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mike, I like your words. Got to have the pieces to fit. He's talking about like the it? offensive
0: line. He thinks we should play the same offensive line as we did last week. The exact same guys. There you go. He said, if okay. it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which I like I said, How I've seen, it, I've seen my personal opinion. I've seen enough of Billy Price. I know he's not the center. I and know. Joe, Joe Williams is a beast. Those two, you don't take you don't get rid of them. I that's just, that's just my opinion, Tony. I I mean that's those guys are, are legit. They, they are legit offensive linemen that we're gonna have for next, hopefully, 10 years. Hopefully. So Anyway, Tony, All right, Jeff, don't be jealous. Telling us to get a room. I didn't say it. Jeremy said it <laughs> <I> like that. <laughs> love get, but he will never replace you guys. Oh, you're so sweet, Tony. Maybe oh, nice writing love poems to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, that's one thing Yumi talked about. We, we got a, a thought. You know, everybody likes the poems that Jeremy does when we win. Huh. And just, just a thought. If they win... Uh, against the Steelers, we thought about maybe doing having a a poem. I don't want not say a contest because I don't have anything to give you, but you know we could just post it and and maybe you guys can post them on Bengals Nation, and uh, we could you know I don't know talk. We'll get them all on the show. We, I, I can find them all out. We can read them and you know pick which one's the best. We can talk about it on the on the show with the with the uh, the live viewers. Just a thought, you know, because
1: give you a shout out just something yeah. fun for you guys to do I noticed if y'all if y'all done it yeah a bunch of people will have a comment thread or whatever and just punch yeah, a bunch like, of crap down and let's see which one's the best
0: yeah because I mean we 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 do have a game thread uh every week so you guys yeah. could post it on there or if if we win I would do this if we win we could put and say hey this is if you want to put in the, I didn't want to say contest because I'm not giving you guys anything. I don't have anything to give no, you. But no, it's
1: just for
0: fun. <laughs> just, just for fun. fun. Who's the best? You know, what's your best poem? Blah, blah blah. Put it there, and then everybody can scroll down, and then we can kind of pick the best ones and try to do a, a poll or whatever. Which is, and you got enough, an off
1: op- and you got enough week, so you should better come up some pretty good poems.
0: And it's the squealers. I mean,
1: come on, That's we got right. some, we
0: got some come dirty on. stuff. We, well, it's not me dirty. We don't, don't, don't leave this all on me, folks. Come on. <laughs> Look, Jeremy was stressing out all day, like, oh, I'm going to do this poem. People are asking me about this poem. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, am I, am I getting through the fourth wall here? Am I you know, getting into the pre-show fist fight too much there, Jeremy? Tell about how you're stressed out. What am I going to do? What <laughs> shall I do? I got to write this stupid poem because the bagels won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So anyway, that's just something you guys can uh, – <clears throat> You guys can talk about or whatever discuss if you want.
1: Mike, did you get, did you hear
2: that last little bit Jeff was saying? Um, no, I think I was off and I had to get back on. He, he uh, we'll go We're
0: going, Mike. You can tell him. Well, we're just talking about having a a poem contest after the Bengals hopefully beat the Squealers. But I said they're not yeah. I'm not giving them anything. It's just something that we could post on Bengals Nation. And uh, everybody can pick, pick the best poem and then we can talk about it. And they can come on here and read it, you know, just something, Thank just you. something for everybody to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tony uh, I'm wasn't saying keep the O-line the way, way it is. My question was, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Okay. I just want your thoughts on it. And oh. I totally agree with you guys. Okay. Yeah. So you're okay. He's saying, Yeah, I got you. He's wanting to know oh. we should keep the offensive line. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't.
1: All right, we're, we're riding that horse that brought us in, baby. That,
2: that's the only thing we can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, did.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you
0: want my opinion on it, I think no, I said no, that. No, nobody <laughs> no, wants your opinion, Mike. Never, ever on the show. don't want <laughs> your opinion at all. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Look at Jerry. Yeah, hey.
2: <laughs> um, I, <clears throat> I agreed with. Uh, well, I, I actually brought that up a couple of shows ago about keeping the same offensive line. You know, when the guys get healthy, use them as a backup, you know, like Bobby Hart and all of them. But the way the offensive line has been the last few weeks, I loved it. And I think they should keep that line. But I just, like Jeff said, I don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, so you, but if it you does, it's
0: great. Or, if not, then it's- <laughs> you would start Bobby. You would start Bobby Hart over Trey Hopkins at center. No, 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 no. Okay, that's the same. Hop- Hopkins line.
2: over Bobby Hart.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and then if you keep the same one, that's Fred Johnson or a denigre over Joe Williams. I wouldn't do that.
1: And Billy Price nowhere no. needs to be nowhere near no. a line. <laughs> nowhere
0: near a line. Um, <laughs> by the way, um, he did go to uh, the Ohio State again, Jeremy. So we had uh, two busts from the Ohio State uh, Big Daddy Wilkinson and uh, Billy Price just.
1: And, and can oh, can dude. you imagine? It's only in Cincinnati. Look at these players, or look at Ward for Cleveland. Only, only, go. only. I'm sure I we could, find other Ohio State. I, I can go. I can go all day. Zach Harrison with the freaking Steeler. I could go on and on. All
0: right, <laughs> go oh, hey, uh, Tony's got a, got a shout out for you there, Jeremy.
1: Go right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, That's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
0: So are you, are you watching them Saturday night as they uh likely are going to beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence?
1: I uh will be watching my Buckeyes, but what's that? I will be. They play Saturday. Through.
0: night? They play mm-hmm. Saturday night. Who are, 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 are they playing? Penn State.
1: Wait, they already played Penn State. Oh Did wait, it? my bad, Rutgers. My, Rutgers. What am I thinking? Penn State.
0: Um, what is <laughs> in I'm the Rutgers. solo cup? Co- what? What? What's in the solo cup? Co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screwed. right.
1: I brought that up. That was something that just popped up in my head. We gave him a pretty bad beating, but I don't know why that was still in there, but so, no. So, yeah.
0: So you are going to play Rutgers and you are complaining about who UC plays. Just saying it's Rutgers, it's Rutgers play Penn state, man. We talk about Rutgers, man. We talk about Rutgers.
1: Rutgers. R- 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 Rutgers? Rutgers talking about Rutgers? Oh, Rutgers Last week we was talking about Memphis. The week before that we were talking about UTEP. Exactly I don't
0: even know who these schools are. We didn't play UTEP. Dude, we're playing Houston tomorrow, bruh. We're, oh, we're gonna bring it oh, powerhouse.
2: Yeah, UC in Houston tomorrow at 3 30 on ABC.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I'll, I'll watch UC, then I'll watch Ohio State. Uh, Billy Price is unfortunate. We thought he'd be a stud. Yep, I thought, I mean, he's first round pick, he was supposed to be our center of the future, and it just ain't worked out at all for him at all. That, so.
2: That's just because he came from Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Easy.
0: See, now see, Easy. I, 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 I actually like Ohio State. Mike doesn't like him at all, so I'm kind of I just, give, I just give you Jeremy guys crown. must
1: be forgetting about a guy named Orlando Pace that came from Ohio State.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish we drafted him. That would have been nice. He probably got here. Probably would have stunk for us, but he went to Ain't the. All right, guys. Yeah, I got like six viewers on here, so I'm gonna, I think we'll wrap this thing up. But uh we'll go on to the uh Facebook groups that we all run. They are Bengals Nation. Oh, we also invite all you guys to join them. Uh, they are Bengals Nation, which is so far I think the number two. Is that right, Mike? Number two group in all of Bengals country. Yes, and just to let everybody know, we are 37 members away from being the top spot There you go, so tell your friends, tell your neighbors Join Bengals Nation, Reds Country, Bearcats Country, and Cyclones Country And I will be getting this on the podcast later on tonight uh, It's on Beanpot, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts Do me a favor, give me a five-star, give us, I keep saying me, What's we're on here, us, give us a five-star review I would greatly appreciate it. And then if you guys want to follow me, I know some people ask to be my friends on my own personal Facebook page. I kind of try to keep that as just my friends. But if you guys want to follow Strawberry Ice, that's my alter ego. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under Sports Strawberry Ice. So if you guys want to message me there, you can uh, Facebook message me on Strawberry Ice, Sports of Strawberry Ice, or Twitter, all that stuff. And like I said, YouTubers, we're so close. We're close to 10,000. I'm close to 700. I'm at 694 YouTube subscribers, so tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody about Sports and Strawberry Ice. Mr. Jeremy Dean, how you doing today? Take right. on
1: out of here.
0: Would you please do that? Uh, I wanted well
1: to remind you guys to definitely go on, though, the poll. The poll? Underestimated... We'll
0: Oh, like, oh, sorry. That, Highly that overrated. I, 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 I
1: thought we were doing dance or something. Not, 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 not that. Excuse I, oh, I oh, oh, I me, mean. it. when you I, said a poll, I got all excited. I don't even know how to hold a poll. <laughs> anyway, uh, get oh, on there. God. Give us your most uh, overrated and underrated players, and also over the weekend, if we do put up a little announcement to add you all's poems in there, I would love to literally see what you guys come up with. We'd love to figure out which one's the best, throw you a shout-out, get your name on the show, something. We'll figure something out down the road. So until then, I'm reminding you one thing, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Hoo-day, baby.
0: Hoo-day. Hoo-day, and that's just sports, baby. See you